0: Five AA nights with Matthew Pantelis. Well, Facebook went offline a bit earlier today, and that wiped some eighty million dollars off their value. What a shame! I'm not a big fan of Facebook. I've got, I'm on it, but I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, I see Babylon B, which is a satirical newspaper in the US, published an excellent article today saying in a major disaster for humanity, Facebook came back online, uh, which is pretty close to the truth, I reckon. But anyway, put all that aside, there are concerns about Facebook's role in the upcoming federal election here in Australia, which will be held well, any time between now and about May next year, most likely later than sooner. There were issues, obviously, in the US, particularly in the changeover of power between uh, Trump and Biden. Let's find out what the concerns are from Reset Australia. And I'm joined by Dakshaini Suriyakumaran, who uh, is on the line. Uh, Good evening to you. What are the issues here?
1: Yes, I couldn't agree with you more. I'm not a fan of Facebook myself. So in addition to the outage, I guess the the timing couldn't... uh, was was very interesting given the recent kind of revelations about who the whistleblower, the ex-employee-turned-whistleblower, mm. is. So that was really interesting. Obviously, this is off the back of a series of explosive stories uh, that I'm sure many people have been following, called the Facebook Files by the Wall Street Journal, and you know that covered a range of different issues from how Instagram is uh, making body image issues worse for teens and um, how Facebook's algorithm is optimized for out outrage, um, it's complicity in human trafficking, amongst many other things. And so um, basically one of the the key things that The whistleblower Frances Haugen is saying is that Facebook really needs to take responsibility for its role in the U.S. Capitol insurrection on January 6th. Mm -hmm. And she's basically saying that the company had introduced um, a range of measures to make its algorithm safer and actually promote authoritative, um, you know, um, high quality content as opposed to be optimized for outrage. And and those measures were working. Those measures were relaxed and, and this is what she's pointing to as uh, leading to, as part one of the causal factors leading to the, the US capital insurrection. And, yeah, basically, the, this is we have to really look at this in the context of Facebook's terrible history in, in being complicit in undermining elections all around the world, dating back to, you know, 2016, the Philippines election, as you mentioned, several US elections, um, the Cambridge Analytical Scandal that came out in two thousand eighteen, mm. um, several different things and and I guess um, you know we've we've seen um, in Australia how um, how mis and disinformation can um, proliferate here, and, and we we'd like to see some kind of stricter regulation put in place to protect um, protect australia
0: so what what are you fearing here ahead of the election? What do you think facebook is is going to be up to essentially?
1: So we, we basically know that Facebook's algorithm is optimised um, to promote sensational content. Uh, so that is obviously hugely concerning uh, for electoral processes. And so, um, you know, we really want to avoid some of the incidences that we've seen in the past. So, for instance, the bogus death tax claims that, that Facebook's fact-checking processes did find but uh, failed to remove. For example, um, we've seen misinformation um, and these kinds of issues on a range of platforms. You, you might recall the Twitter bots that stormed in their thousands during the, the last federal election. We've seen kind of different uh, non-electoral misinformation um, happening You know, back in 2016. Uh, Facebook found that... 64% of all extremist groups are joined through their recommendation algorithm. Wow. Kind of, yeah, that, that suggest you know, you should join this civic or political group. Uh, and then, you know, they, they didn't decide to um, change that measure until the capital insurrection. So we, we know that the platform ha- has a significant impact on um, the public square. And so we, we'd like to see ta- Facebook take responsibility and accountability for that.
0: What should people look out for then, users of Facebook? Is there any are there any warning signs that you might be following a suggestion into, I don't know, a wormhole of some yeah. sort?
1: That's a really great question. I, I guess what we try to do, research Australia, is really kind of shine a light on the role that platforms like Facebook are playing in really polluting and um, fragmenting our information ecosystem, and so. Making users um, aware, like you're saying, of how they they might be in a very specific kind of uh, bubble that's that reconfirming views and biases they already have is is certainly a really important part of uh kind of combating this but i guess at recent australia we're very focused on regulatory interventions and we think that the best way to uh uh, to really make the structural change required is to call for uh these platforms to have more transparency and stricter regulations
0: they should be regulated more shouldn't they i mean they're at the whim of their creators essentially i mean the like it like him not like him, agree, not agree, but the banning of Trump I just found, you know, totally anti-democratic and that was obviously down to, and that's on Twitter obviously, down to uh, Twitter's um, founder that, that makes that call it seems, uh, uh, but uh, the regulation needs to, I mean they almost should be semi-government control or somebody at least having, yeah. having a say over how they operate.
1: Completely agree they've been able to oper- operate in this regulatory vacuum uh, and and really you know what we've seen proliferate um, in Australia and across the world is this kind of framework of self regulation and you know relying on uh, companies such as Facebook with you know over a one trillion dollar market capitalization to kind of make uh, decisions that are going to be less profitable for the company you know reduce user engagement and uh, mm it's 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 a bit of a naive position and so we can't really rely on things like um you know the recent disinformation code that was released in australia that, that facebook is a signatory of you know the, those types of voluntary and opt-in measures aren't going to uh, lead to the change that we're looking for
0: yeah interesting i really appreciate your time tonight dakshini thank you so much thank you and uh, that is Bye. a Bye bye. Dakshaini you Surya Kumaran, who is the uh, technical policy director at Reset Australia, which is uh, basically a part of a global effort to combat big big tech's harms to society. Which I think is a good thing because big tech can be harmful. It's all very well to use it for a bit of news sourcing or follow a few groups that you might like on uh, on Facebook, but if you get into it and you you're using it for, I don't know, uh, trying to. Arm yourself with with knowledge. It's not the place to go. Social media. You won't learn anything correct in terms of of facts if you're looking for things on COVID for argument's sake, as an example. Uh, so much misinformation. You know, you can you can Google more reputable places than uh, what Facebook throws up at you and, and Twitter too, for that matter, and others as well. So, uh, all very well and good for. Selected purposes, but uh, and so much clickbait too on Facebook. You know, name name a fish that doesn't have a letter A. What am I twelve? For goodness' sake. Five double A nights with Matthew Pantelis.